Welcome back to the Burning Phoenix podcast. Hope you're having a great morning and a great day. In this episode, we're going to talk about a couple of the highlights from the fifth episode of the Exeter series by John Peterson. And uh, we're going to look at how this also ties into an overall theme and intention with Dante's Divine Comedy and also the whole of the, the tradition from at least from Dante and backwards centuries. Which, go, which points to the idea of moral structures, moral understanding and knowledge being about your yourself and to understand the world and how to better navigate and create a, a better life for yourself. It's been often misused by institutions for other purposes. But if you look at it as presented both in some of the biblical stories or in Dante's comedy, it's meant as helpers for yourself to avoid the pitfalls of life and to have some idea of where to aim to move towards a, just a good and better life. So in the Exodus series, they're talking about the plagues. It's very interesting how they are uh, pointing to how the you have this increasing, um, it's not intensity, but but the, the different plagues, there are 10 of them, they go from, from the ground and upwards and then they shift into being more into the heavens, like in the air, which you could see as uh, also that it moves into like the disintegration of the tyranny of the Pharaoh. Uh, or you can also see this as kind of moving from uh, a life in vices towards virtues in a sense, like this gradual uh, dismantling of that which is not working. So this integration then moves also into the spiritual when you get into like the higher levels. And they also point to how you have a political integration, like this uh, isolation of the tyrant, which is very interesting. And also how the people is gradually, or they start to to consider uh, moving against the tyrant. So that is, uh, so. but what they're pointing to is the idea of judgment in the sense of the plagues as judgments. So this is a huge issue. It's very often and sometimes usually misunderstood that it's not about someone, something setting rules and watching over and judging and punishing. It's about trying to understand how the world works, like the fabric of of existence in itself what kind of actions have destructive consequences long term and what kind of actions have constructive and helpful uh, consequences long term that's kind of the the whole the crux of it which is uh, as we're going to see shortly uh, explicitly uh, explained by by Dante as a part of his divine comedy and uh, you could also just uh, sidestepping, you can think of this as uh, the the idea of hubris and nemesis in the Greek mythology. Like nemesis is the goddess of of um, retribution, uh, not not directly the justice, but she's the kind of the retribution, the consequence of the uh, over arrogance, the, the the hubris, the pride, and then she comes uh, to to kind of <laughs> uh, as a metaphor of the bad consequences. Uh, she appears, for example, in the myth of, of uh, Narcissus, kind of in, within the Greek mythology, 
so he's the young man who was that very arrogant and he disdained those who loved him. So Nemesis then, as a reaction of like to his his uh, his behavior, uh, she leads him to a pool and there he sees this reflection and then he falls in love with it and he can't abandon this reflection because he's so in love with it and then he dies there. And also for the etymology part, uh, Nemesis comes from Nemain in in Greek, which is then to give what is due. So it literally means retribution. Okay, so now we're going to see with that backdrop about like morals as a, a way of understanding the fabric of reality and as helpers to ourselves. We're going to look at how Dante describes this in his letter to his patron, Can Grande della Scala. So he writes about both the Paradiso and the whole Divine Comedy. So he says here in the letter uh, with paragraph 8, Now that we have seen this, it is obvious that the subject around which the two senses turn must be twofold. So this is then the literal and the allegorical. And therefore it is to be determined about the subject of this work when it is taken literally, meaning the Divine Comedy, literally, then about the subject which is understood allegorically. The subject of the whole work, taken only from a literal standpoint, is simply the status of the souls after death taken simply. The movement of the whole work turns from it and around it. If the work is taken allegorically, however, the subject is man either gaining or losing merit through his freedom of will, subject to the justice of being rewarded or punished. So it's uh, almost as clear as you could, could <laughs> succinct as you could say it, that is about you exercising your free will and then the consequences, metaphorically, then the rewards and the punishments. And he also says here uh, in uh, paragraph 15, the purpose of the whole and the part could be multiple, that is both remote and proximate. But leaving off subtle investigation, we can say briefly that the purpose of the whole as well as the part is to remove those living in this life from the state of misery and lead them to the state of bliss. Or in Italian it's felicita, from the Latin, felicitatum. So he says here, you're moving if you read the comedy and you try to uh, study, ponder, dig into what he's describing and also how you are thinking, you will move yourself from misery to happiness, bliss, uh, felicita in the like the earthly life here and now. And this is also arguably very much the case for for almost anybody who starts reading it that they start digging into uh, basic assumptions and also mechanics of how things work within yourself and in the world around you and you get more clarity and a better understanding and also a better ability to navigate uh, and then also just want to add one more paragraph to number 33 uh, because he talks here about uh, one of the main joys of reading it is about learning so he says there, concerning the executive part, which was separated from the entire prologue, nothing is said about dividing or summing up at present, except that everywhere it proceeds arising from sphere to sphere. So this is then the journey in Paradiso, the third book. And one is told about the souls of the blessed found in each circle, and that the true beatitude consists in perceiving the principle of truth. 
So it's very much focused on learning, understanding the world better and trying to find out more about the nature of the truth, which is sometimes clear and sometimes evasive and hard to, to grasp. And sometimes you, it requires some uh, just pondering and, and uh, it's almost like this uh, more of the re uh, right hemisphere, brain hemisphere world of wisdom that is harder to grasp. It takes more time and it's a, it's a different way of approaching learning in itself. So uh, at the same time, it's just it's helpful to just repeat this point that is about learning and about getting knowledge uh, and asking questions and then gradually getting more insight and more of the truth or in Paradiso, it's like getting more of the light. Uh, okay, so that's all we wanted to, we had just, we just had one point in this episode, which kind of sprung out from the Exodus episode number five about judgment and then also understanding morality as just kind of a mechanical cause and effect, like how you behave, what you say, what you do has consequences, whether you like it or not. And if you look into especially then maybe Purgatory, the second book of the Divine Comedy, which is very much constructed around virtues and vices from the Greek philosophy as well, uh, then you will see that the argument that things like pride and uh, envy or greed, especially excessive versions of these, are not helpful. And then other things like humility is helpful to understand and to avoid kind of an inflated ego. And then also to start on, on the path of, of learning while acknowledging that there are limitations to to us as humans, our capacity and capabilities, but also that if you you think there is more beyond what you understand with a bit of curiosity and humility, then you will have this, this uh, seemingly eternal uh, process of just apprehending and understanding more of the world, which is also a joyful journey in itself. Okay, so that was about 10 minutes. So we're going to stop this one here. Hope some of this was uh, interesting, some food for thought. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in and see you again in the next episode. Thank you.